On this episode of the Bella Dawson Podcast, we check in with Bilem Headmaster Michael Castro, Florida Red Schoolhouse, and we discuss what engineers are looking for in training, and we talk about young engineers. So let's go take a listen on uh, why training is so important to the industry and some of the industry changes that have gone on at the Little Red Schoolhouse. Mike, welcome to the to the podcast. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's dive right in for sure. Um, I wanted to talk about the Little Red Schoolhouse. Um, I had heard, and I know that uh, you know, there's been some uh, some murmurings that you know we there was a renovation that was recently done. Can you expand about that and how hard was it? I mean, it's a it's an icon in the industry. Where, what does that really look like? What does it look like now? Are we is there some releases that's going to come out? Uh, help me out with that. So um, the schoolhouse itself, yeah, we just finished a major renovation. Uh, the concept was started back in 2016 um, when you know we recognized that all of the social media and all of the tools available today, there was many more opportunities for people to get information in the industry. And so we wanted to make sure that we stayed out in front of that. I mean, as you know, we opened up the schoolhouse in 1954 and our focus there was providing education and training that was, you know, free of sales and marketing influence. And we still stand by that today. And so the issue was, is that we have to make sure we can deliver that level of training at all different social media and and opportunities. So when we looked at revamping the schoolhouse, we did it two ways. One is, how do we make sure that we have all the audiovisual tools today such that we can do WebEx's webinars, any, anything like that? Um, we're doing uh, our e-learning site on, on, the, uh, on our website so that we're doing uh, videos that way. And then our displays, you know, that's one of the things we take pride in is the fact that you come to the Little Red Schoolhouse, we're giving you some seat time with education through PowerPoint presentations, and we're also giving you out-of-seat time where you can see a lot of our live demonstrations and actually put into practice and operation what we just taught them. So one of the things that we focused on is, is that, okay, we've got a lot of new technology that's out there, and we decided that we needed to put some additional displays into the schoolhouse for that technology. And so that's some of the new additions that we've got. Uh, you know, one of our key things is our plumbing display area. Um, that's all new for us. Um, but we've also made enhancements to our steam and hydronic training displays as well. So it was a two-year process. Um, it, it definitely was, uh, it was a process. Uh, you know, we had the original plan. And as we went through, we saw where we could make some improvements and we implemented those changes. And, uh, you know, in uh, April of 2019, we hosted our first uh, session in the newly renovated schoolhouse. Well, that's awesome to hear. I mean, I've always looked at the Little Red Schoolhouse and known it. Uh, as you mentioned, it's been around for a long time. I mean, D&G's been around for 100-plus years. Um, it's got the icon in the industry of knowing systems and hydronics. And I got to say, I really like the idea of the seat time, understanding it from a systems perspective, not necessarily product-driven, but obviously you're in the Bell and Gotham Schoolhouse. And then you get the opportunity to get out and look and use the display walls to put your hands on it and really, really touch it and understand it. Um, that seems to be pretty valuable nowadays for sure. It's interesting. Um, and you mentioned a few things in there. I wanted to expand upon a little bit on the training. So how do you think this training in the commercial HVAC industry has changed in the last say three, five, 10 years? I, I feel like there's been a giant shift with technology and YouTube and all that stuff. And what, what, what do you see? Well, I mean, absolutely. Um, as I mentioned earlier, is there's so many avenues in which information can be obtained. And so, you know, in the last five years, it's a lot of what I refer to as instant gratification, right? I need to understand how does a pump work? 
I need to be able to get to that information within five to 10 minutes. How can I get there? Do I go on the internet? Do I have an app on my phone? Is there an e-learning site somewhere where I can go watch a video? We recognize that. And so, you know, our marketing teams, our engineering teams, we got together and we created the necessary information in the right formats so that no matter who it was and how they needed to get it, we had it somewhere for them. Uh, and, and that's, you know, I will say this, I stand by the fact that um, our in-house classes here at the Little Red Schoolhouse are still our most popular and demanded um, resource for training and education. But for those that need it at 10 o'clock at night when they're working on a project, having the e-learning sites, having the technical manuals um, available on our website, downloadable PDH files, um, greatly appreciated positive feedback from all of our customers. That's awesome to hear, actually. So let me expand a little bit more on some of that. So, you know, obviously moving into the future, and um, we both know and we've talked a number of times about how Hydronics is one of the most efficient uh, systems out there for HVAC designers. What's your vision for the Red Schoolhouse moving forward? Where, where do you see it going in the future and uh, implementing a few things to, to help bring that education to the market? Well, I think one of the things that uh, I'm focused on here at the schoolhouse is uh, when you look at our classes, generally speaking, we, we have a class of, let's say, 40 to 45 people. We generally have all the project stakeholders in the room, an engineer, an owner, a contractor, whatever it may be. And so for me, coming from a sales background, as you know, I was a rep for Bell & Gossett for 18 years, so I've been out there selling and troubleshooting and all that good stuff, is you know that level of communication having and bridging that level of communication so that all the stakeholders truly understand what each uh, is contributing to the project. Um, to me, that brings that ultimate one time, right through the process, project completion, the way it should have been done, operating uh, correctly and efficiently. So here in the schoolhouse, what I encourage is I encourage discussion and not just lecture. Um, and having the operating displays here and looking at where we're going in the future, what I fully expect is, is that we will continue to evolve with the industry and making it available to the students when they arrive. Um, you know, that's, that's where we're looking to, to stay on top of our game. All right. So let me ask this question because I'm sure a lot of listeners are thinking this too, because education obviously is key and sometimes travel becomes a little bit restrictive and like you mentioned online, it's helpful. Have you guys looked or exploring using augmented reality or virtual reality for some of the trainings and kind of implementing that into the curriculum? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, uh, augmented reality is something I know that um, um, we're using in our, in our marketing group and the Little Red Schoolhouse, we're looking to take advantage of some of that. <clears throat> From a virtual reality standpoint, um, we are in the process currently of developing a virtual reality mechanical room. And the idea behind that is, is that you know, we're here teaching the students on system design and uh, how to properly apply and size product. And so what we want to be able to do is at the end of the session is now get them out of their seat, get them into the mechanic room and say, okay, you're in the field. You just designed the system. There's your drawing. How do you put it all together? Um, so, you know, we're looking to kind of expand on stuff like that. We want to get them more of a feel of involvement and in what really happens out in the field relative to what we're training them here. So, yeah, we're excited to definitely use the virtual reality and augmented reality to enhance the training. That I, I see that as such a huge benefit. I mean, you mentioned it as, as getting it, you know, from paper to actual, you know, to reality is, is, is really challenging sometimes. And 
the, the what I see a lot of uh, challenges in the field are is well I designed it this way but the uh, the contractor ended up putting five more elbows in there than what was on the design and why did we do that well it was because of something didn't get put place uh, correctly and now we've got to we got to figure out how we fix the issue so I think bringing that augmented reality or virtual reality in is really going to help um, drive a lot of that understanding um, and, and really implementation you know. I went to school for engineering, you did as well. And, you know, even I like to pick, um, you know, engineers, we like to design things and say, well, this is the way it should work. And the reality is, is it doesn't work that way sometimes. I mean, every one of these commercial buildings, when you're really out in the field, is a custom thing, uh, living and breathing for sure. So I'm excited to hear about that one. I'm sure everyone that's listening is as well. Want to hear more about how we solve water? Check out In the Field with Gould's Water Technology, a new show in the Solving Water feed. Listen to Xylem experts and industry thought leaders discuss trending water topics, including residential wastewater, agricultural tech, and how Xylem is bringing clean water to Americans in need. Stream episodes of In the Field with Gould's Water Technology wherever you listen to Solving Water. Let, let me, let's talk about a few other things here. You know, I want to talk about the Mike LeCastro, what would you say you bring to the Little Red Schoolhouse? I mean, you've got a diverse and extensive background. I think you are phenomenal in, uh, in, in bringing that to the Little Red Schoolhouse. Um, what would you say? I mean, what, you, you bring a lot of information and background. What, what could you help share uh, when, with the students? And I'm sure you learn from them quite a bit, and it kind of goes both ways. But, yeah, expand upon that a little bit. Sure. You know, as I mentioned, first and foremost, is I encourage our classes to be a discussion, not a lecture. And, uh, you know, my background, again, being a, a manufacturer's rep for Bell & Gossett for 18 years, being out in the field, uh, I've had the opportunity to work with all levels of stakeholders on projects uh, in good times and in bad times. Right. And, and, you know, you're often judged on how you perform when things are going wrong than when everything's going smoothly. And uh, so that experience for me is, is that now when I come into the classroom and I'm training these individuals, I'm not just saying, okay, so you should connect this T to this pipe and put this valve here for this reason. I'm also kind of giving them the, the feedback of, okay, well, here's what we've seen when it's done wrong. So bringing that practical experience, uh, it helps in, in the discussion because, you know, then I can relate to them. And at the same time, they're saying, well, hey, yeah, that's great, but here's what we've done to solve that. So like you said, it's that exchange of knowledge which helps us to uh, further enhance what we're teaching uh, classes to come. Um, certainly, again, with, with an engineering background and having worked at a manufacturer's level as well. And, you know, uh, one of our other instructors here, Stan Cute, my partner, uh, was a product line manager for several years. So between the two of us, uh, we bring a very good balance to the class such that any, uh, any um, questions that may be asked, uh, one of us has the ability to provide a practical and historical answer to that. And uh, I think that's something where we set ourselves apart from maybe some of the other um, uh, companies out there that are doing some training where it may be uh, strictly factory people that have uh, moved into an instructor role. Yeah, no, I, 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 that sounds great, actually. And that kind of tees into my next question is, is, you know, what, when you're seeing the individuals that come through the schoolhouse, I mean, I, I had heard numbers upwards of the schoolhouse has trained 60,000 engineers out there. And, uh, and I started to think about this more, you know, we're at a point in our industry where we're starting to see a transition. And we're seeing a transition, and, and I was curious if you see it with the training portion of it, where, you know, there was a lot of uh, older engineers, um, you know, from a transition perspective that did design, were trained by the Little Red Schoolhouse. Um, are you starting to see the transition of younger engineers coming through the schoolhouse and getting trained um, 
you know, are, are you seeing that transition as well? Are you seeing some repeat, uh, you know, engineers coming through as a refresher? Uh, what does that look like? Well, actually, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head in the sense that we're, we're seeing both. Um, I, I can say that um, in the last uh, year and a half that we've been doing some classes here that, that I've been back uh, at Bell & Gossett with the schoolhouse, uh, I have seen a lot of students that are first and second year out of college, just hired, uh, and their, their, um, their employers automatically sent them to the Little Red Schoolhouse to get the hydronic and steam training. Um, but I've also had the opportunity to talk to some gentlemen and, and some other individuals that have been in the industry for 25 and 30 years, and it's you know it's refreshing. They want to come back. Uh, there's some things that they may have forgotten, but they also recognize that with the evolution of new technology that's out there and the demands that's being put on the industry, not only from energy savings but also from you know the responsible use of our natural resources, um, they recognize that there are advancements that they need to stay up on. Uh, so it, it's great because we have a, an, uh, a fantastic collaboration of the young and the old exchanging knowledge. And so you know how it is. They always talk about that when our, our generation retires, that that knowledge goes with them. Well, by having them here in the schoolhouse together, we're, all, we're able to allow them to capture that knowledge before it leaves the industry. And uh, we've seen some great, great um, uh, responses uh, to that here at the schoolhouse. That's great to hear. I mean, that sounds like, uh, like you mentioned before, there's a lot of collaboration that happens in the classrooms. And, and as, as good as online training is for that uh, individual that's there at 10 o'clock at night trying to get a, a quick answer and understanding, it, it really sounds like um, there, there should be a big push in the industry to, to get the younger engineers to the schoolhouse to make sure they have that collaboration. I mean, it just sounds like it's going to make those younger engineers more efficient when they're really thinking about these jobs um, from a hydronic opportunity and trying to make that most efficient system for their end user or their client. Um, it, it really sounds like that's the case. So let me ask you this then, through all the training that has gone on in the year, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're fairly busy with classrooms that come about, you and Stan both. What, are you seeing a, an uptick in, in class sizes? Are they, uh, are they starting to grow substantially? I mean, it sounds like, um, you know, every time I talk to you, you're, you're, you're a fairly busy individual. So are you seeing that come through? Uh, absolutely. So we just recently, um, with the introduction of our uh, fourth quarter schedule for 2019, launched our new registration tool. And so now the students have the ability to go to our website, find the classes they're looking for, and actually register themselves right there at the website. Um, as you know, we typically uh, set our max student uh, size for each class at 40 individuals. Um, we are quickly filling those up and creating wait lists that it, sometimes are five to 10 students deep. Um, so the demand is there, no doubt about it. And we're trying to make sure that we can get each individual who's interested into a class some way, somehow. And that may be upping the number of classes we offer per quarter in order to accommodate that. These are all things that we're currently considering. But as I said earlier, the demand for these classes and the in-school um, training is by far um, our highest demand uh, education opportunity. That, that's awesome. I mean, that, that's extremely great to hear that there's uh, such a need in the industry and obviously the individuals wanting to come to the schoolhouse um, for sure. I mean, it's in a great location right there by Chicago, obviously. Well, let me ask you this, uh, you know, and, and kind of thinking through this, you know, with all these younger individuals and, and the engineering community, what if you were, with everything you've seen, could you offer some advice to the engineering community moving forward in the future? I mean, what, what would it be? I mean, 
if you could pinpoint it, and it may not be pinpointing it to one thing, but uh, you know, what what's missing? What do you what do you think we, uh, if you could give that advice, what what would it look like? Well, for me, you know, when I talk to the young engineers that come through here, my advice to them is always this: is that when you are offered the opportunity to get high level training, take it. Okay, the more knowledge that you carry, the more valuable resource you become in the industry. And, you know, the fact that you have chosen the HVAC industry, you are an industry that will always be in demand. There will always be as an evolution of technology and ways of doing things. There will always be a needing for a need for heating and cooling in our in our industry and also for uh, for process as well. Um, and so, you know, I always encourage them. And the other thing I always encourage is, is that take advantage of those around you who have knowledge and history in the industry you know absorb like a sponge everything you can um before it's too late that that's hands down one of the the best answers i i couldn't agree with you more um 100 i really really think it's important i'm glad to hear that it's filling up faster than we had classes that just means that there's a growing need for the education which is great to hear too um, I want to invite all the uh, listeners to go to the Bell & Gossett website, sign up for training before the classes fill up, get a chance to sit down and pick Mike and Stan's brain. I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for high-level education. And um, please stay tuned for listening for additional uh, podcasts that are going to be coming out. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate the time. All right, Kyle. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs>